0: everyone and welcome to SAF Ready the Podcast here at the University of Waterloo. On this podcast we will have a variety of guests, students, faculty, and staff to let you in on all that the School of Accounting and Finance has to offer. I'm Sam and I'll be your host. We want to ensure that you're hearing everything that you want to know about the School of Accounting and Finance. So after listening to episodes feel free to dm us on our variety of social chains as well as send us an email at saf at uwaterloo.ca with any more questions, topics, or people that you want to hear from. Tune in for our next episode on Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Honestly, any platform that offers a podcast, we're most likely on it. Today, we have Aline joining us today. She is a current AFM student and is going to talk today all about things and all about the program and just kind of day-to-day existence. We're just going to kind of dive in right here. So I kind of gave a little away about your program, but what program yeah. are you in
1: <laughs> and what year are you in? Uh, I'm in the accounting and financial, financial management um, Program. I'm currently in my third year.
0: Nice. So we're just going to kind of dive into just, like, everything that you kind of, like, been enjoying about, like, the generals of the program, not just overall understanding. So what would you say some of your favorite courses have been so far? And, like, could you give, like, a little synopsis, I guess, of each course?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, in terms of, like, first-year courses, I remember I really liked the – uh, introductory courses to, uh, to entrepreneurship. There's one course that's called bet 100. And basically it just gives you like an outline of like entrepreneurship, the, the different types of businesses that you can have, a sole proprietorship, a partnership, a corporation, and a bunch of other, um, types of, businesses and it's really fun because there's a lot of assignments yeah um and they might have changed up the course a little bit now but when I took it it was online (laughs) um but it was very fun the prof was also really cool so I really enjoy that one but I guess my old-time favorite AFM course is an elective that I took last fall okay and is this call is this course called um uh, equity investments Oh okay. and it's taught by professor ecclestone um, professor andrew ecclestone he's an amazing prof really loved him and it's a very small classroom okay. um chose my current elective which is oh, yeah? my all-time favorite course ever like it's not accounting related but certainly it's like a soundtrack to film
0: <gasps> my friend took that course it's oh, so amazing so it, it's amazing yeah and that's kind of nice that you get to like have that like flexibility with AFM that you get to still kind of explore your other interests with electives and stuff because I think that's sometimes with some courses it feels like you have no room to breathe yeah so it's kind of nice that AFM offers you a little bit of like room to play and finding out other interests and getting to do that at university levels so that's kind of fun yeah for sure but yeah so sorry you were saying about the your favorite course in AFM. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, it,
1: it, in AFM, it was this um, equity investment course, which it's a smaller classroom, um, not that many students, and also no finals. So you will be doing, I think it was one midterm. And it's very fun, because I really like finance. And it's something that I'm interested in, especially uh, in terms of stocks. And there aren't a lot of Courses that you can take that talk about stocks or how to like actually It's more wow. for someone who would be like on the floor of
0: like <gasps> living uh, your wall street life. I know <laughs> <So> <laughs> What's the canadian version bank, bank street? No, no, it's bay, bay street Bay street, okay, yeah, okay. bay street <laughs> But
1: it was very fun because we did like stock simulations Oh, cool. So we would go to like the computer lab and then we use this platform that was created by the university of toronto but um, it was very, very fun because every day we would go to class, we would go to the lab, and then he would give us, oh, so this is what you'll be doing today. You're going to try to short these stocks. And it would be kind of like a competition because you get to see who's, like, on the top oh, uh, from your oh, class. Gotcha. So that was really fun and very different from, like, most courses here. You also get to do a presentation, but because it's, like, a small classroom, is not... so intimidating intimidating. yeah Yeah. so it's very good to practice your like presentation skills and learn more about stocks and equity investments and at the very end you have to do a market research report okay um so it was very fun it's like an overall if you're interested in finance if you're trying to get to like the big banks become an investment (laughs) banker like most students who come here want to it's bro yep (laughs) that's the way to go that's a great course I really loved it
0: okay cool definitely that yeah definitely something to look out for that's really fun yeah no I like that you get to like it feels like kind of like that sounds like it's like a real world simulation like if you were to be like working on the ground floor it's kind of like they're giving you that like whole experience of like oh this is what it would be like and give it a go you know so that's kind of fun I love that yeah for sure um so yeah I guess I kind of like that's actually kind of a nice way to move into the next question it's kind of like would you say there's, like, a good mixture of, like, classwork, assignments, tests, exams? So, mm-hmm. like, you feel like you have, like, a it's not all, like, test work. It's just, like, a bit of both. Like, what can you kind of describe overall?
1: Yeah, I think especially, like, all throughout the years is not, like, just in first year, second year, or third year. There's always a good mix of the assignments that you have to do. There's a lot of group projects that oh, you have nice. to do um and I feel like it's perfect because it translates very well into your actual like workspace because mm. especially if you're interested in going into audit or tax you'll be working in teams so yeah. it's very important to build those skills and be able to work with other people because it's not always that you'll get along with everyone so <laughs> it's work, It's
0: learning to work with people that yes. may kind of like collide with but I guess that's just kind of like life I feel like you can never escape it I'm like oh well like once I graduate and it's like (laughs) no that's not gonna happen (laughs) yeah I
1: feel like that's the biggest test is not like how you like do the work but like how you get along with other people Um, But, yeah, it's a good mixture because you won't be, like, stuck with the same team all the time. You'll be switching. You'll Mm -hmm. be doing actual, like, individual work. There's some, like, individual assignments that you have to do, um, some tests. Some courses have, like, no finals at all.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Um,
1: So it's, like, maybe just a midterm and a couple of quizzes and whatnot. So most of them, they're all laid out differently. So there will be something for everyone, and you'll figure out later on which ones you like the most. Exactly. But there's definitely a... Good mixture of like the course load.
0: That's good, yeah. Because I feel like when you like move into like university, I think we all yeah. have that expectation of like the giant when you see in the pack, yeah. like, they have it all set up for exams. <laughs> and it's like oh my gosh, this is going to be my life. And so it's kind of nice that they have like that breakup of, and you feel like you get to like kind of hone to your own skills because I know like personally for myself, testing is not my strength. I am much more of a project person. Yeah. But I also know that there's like people that are the opposite way. So I think it's mm-hmm. like nice that there's like a good amount of like breakup between for all that kind of stuff. But yeah, do you have any, um speaking of kind of going into like types of, like, testing and things like that. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for transitioning study patterns from, like, high school to university? Like, what's kind of, like, your go-to when you're studying for an exam or a midterm or something like that? For sure.
1: I think in high school... People don't study as much. Um, I feel like the thing with high school is that you get a lot of help from your teachers. Not to say that you don't get help from your professors, but in terms of like reminding you of what you're going to do and reminding you, oh, you have to study this, this and that. They do tell you in advance. uh, Professors are very helpful, but you do have to take it into your own hands to practice every day after class. You won't get homework assignments. like Most of the time you won't be like, um, now for some courses they've been implementing it where you have to submit some things for grades but most of the time you won't get homework assigned and be like oh you have to practice this you actually have to practice yourself I feel like my biggest tip would be don't leave it for the day before or even the week before a major assignment or assessment just Every day after class, go and revisit what you did. Um, oh, take, it's so fresh. Exactly. Just like take notes. Be like, oh, I didn't really get this in class. Actually, attend lectures and <laughs> seminars. I know it can be tough because for some of them, they don't really have attendance, and you won't be getting a notification sent home that you didn't yeah, attend it's gone, class. Yeah.
0: But um, and also, just like you're paying for it. Just, exactly. Just go. <laughs> not I feel like you're just gonna get more knowledge and then you also just like make a connection with the prof more if you're in class like I know for a fact that like profs remember who comes to class they do (laughs) they're like the final shows up and they're like I haven't seen you in like a month and you're like oops (laughs) they do
1: because um last term uh which was my fall term because I was working during the winter um I attended I attended almost every single Office hour for one of my professors. And I remembered after my exam, he was like, Thank you so much for your curiosity. Like, I really enjoyed having you in my class. And, like, they really do remember you. Like, he knows me by my name now. Every time that he sees me in the hallway, he's all like, hi, Alini. And he even asked, like, oh, do you want to join, like, this course that I'm doing right now? If you want to join it, like, there's space. I I mean, he said that there wasn't space, but he'll make space for me. Oh, my
0: goodness. That's so nice. So
1: definitely go to class, go to office hours to talk to your profs or even, like, it's a great opportunity for you to meet people so you can reach out to them if you're like intimidated to so, like True. ask the prof ask someone else like hey did you get this that the prof said or something
0: yeah office hours got me through some first year courses <laughs> i swear oh my goodness yeah so and like i know it can feel like it's also like when you go into a lecture of like 100 people it's like kind of intimidating to be like yeah <laughs> Let me just raise my hand real quick. I'm sorry. um So it's nice that like office hours is like one on one, or like there's no. maybe just like five or six students that actually show up to office hours. So it's nice to like just have that more like connected time with the prof where you're not in front of everybody. Cause yeah. I know you're like, but I will say though, nine times out of ten, if you're like, oh my gosh, my question is stupid, <laughs> it is not no. stupid. Someone was thinking that, and exactly. you're just the one who's saying it. So no question is a stupid question. That's always, that's, I feel like that's a rule of thumb in university.
1: For sure. Even fun facts. I've learned that professors really enjoy fun facts. Oh yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I started giving out fun facts and then, or one time, or just recently, um, we were in my ethics class and then the professor said something and then I just quickly like Googled it, like what it was, like what the Um, the amount that they had committed the fraud for was like now currently. And then I told her after class because I didn't want to disrupt it. She was like, you should have just said it in class. Like, I I I love fun facts. (laughs)
0: That's so good. I love that. But yeah, no, anyway, that's great. Yeah, no, 10 out of 10. But no, definitely taking that time to like do the work outside of class. I think that Mm -hmm. like there are so many resources available. I think that's also something that like, I feel like when you get to university, you're like, Oh, no one's like telling me what to do. I don't have anybody to like reach out to. We have the resources available. You just now have to be the person that reaches out for them. It's more of like a, you need help. I need to get out there and get the help, but it's not like it's unavailable to you, which I think is also a bit of a misconception. So definitely don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it.
1: And especially, like, coming into university, trying to find your groove or mm. trying to find how you study best. Like, if you're a morning person, uh, try to switch your classes to later on in the day so you can study by yourself and have, like, oh, the motivation to actually smart. do it. Um, that's one thing that, like, it took me this whole time, like, three years to figure out. But I'm very much a morning person. And it gets to about, like, 7 p.m. and I can't study. I can't do anything. Yeah. So... I switch, or most of my classes are now, like, in the afternoons or evenings.
0: Oh, so so you just get the information. Yeah,
1: I, like, I prep before going to class. So I never go to class without, like, reading or trying to, like, even just look at the slides because the Mm. professors post the slides before. Um, Just look at the slides, see what the class is going to be about. And then when you get there, it's going to make such a difference because you won't be lost the entire time. Yeah. You'll have questions um, to ask the professor after. And then once you go and class is done, you only really have to do exercises, mm. especially for anything that's like finance or accounting where you have to do or they give you questions where you have to like actually practice like the math behind it or yeah. it's not just like memorization. Definitely do exercises after class, so you can like solidify everything that you you learned. Feel
0: like really good about it because then it's like Mm -hmm. I also feel like it's just like it's just the best prep for the exam because then if you do them after class and they're already set for you, then you can just like redo them when you're studying for exams or midterms, which I think is like super handy because then the answer is like already there. You don't have to be like, oh, I should go back and do these exercises to help me prep, but I don't remember the answer, you know. (laughs) So it's kind of nice to have like that bit of a mixture there, which is really cool. But yeah, no, definitely, that's really good advice. I didn't even think about like doing like switching my, that's so smart, because I'm like, oh, I'll put my, I'm like more of a morning person, so I'll do the like, classes in the morning. That's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> Not me going and rearranging my schedule <laughs> for the fall. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you were just saying how hey, you had a work term. So yeah, co-op is okay. a huge part of the undergrad graduate program at SAF. Yeah. When starting your job, especially your first job, I know it can be daunting. Do you have any like tips for like prepping for your first co-op job?
1: Uh, prepping for your first co-op job, uh, the first thing that you'll be tasked with is just doing the PD courses where it'll be you trying to get or learn about the soft skills, uh, cause the technical skills you get from the courses that you're already doing, but yeah. PT, PD will, which is our professional development courses, um, they'll help you with your soft skills and just the basics of how to act professionally, um, so that would be your first step to getting ready. Then definitely going out and using the resources that we have at the university to just really um, make sure that you have your resume to the best of like what it can be. Yeah. So go to our like um, career center or even the student success office. I believe that they do it as well. Yeah, they definitely do too. They have. Um, mock like resume critique Mm -hmm. or not mock resume critiques, but just resume critiques that they have. Yeah. Um, And they'll really help you out with your resume. So you make sure that it's pristine and has everything that you want to convey because that's going to be like how you're going to set yourself before getting an interview. So definitely make sure that you, your resume is
0: like, it's good. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I think it's also like, I was I th- I think I talk about this like in an episode about co-op, but like they tell you how to like structure your episode to like highlight your skills, which I think mm-hmm. was like something I didn't know about. I think like when we we're like growing up, we're like you put your experience oldest, yeah, newest to oldest, and then like, yeah. whatever. They really like show you how you can like change it up and like make it highlight to what the job that you're applying for, not just like the your overall experience.
1: And even a big thing with
0: resumes is not
1: only outlining what you did, but, like, what you accomplished through Mm. it. Like, if you have anything, like, oh, you were a camp counselor and you helped out, like, ten students, but, like, what difference did you make? Like, oh, you made sure that the one student that always used to get lost in the past didn't get lost or something. Yeah, absolutely. um, Also, mock interviews, those are really good to go and – get some practice in for your, because interviews can be very um, intimidating. It can be like the Especially worst the thing. the Zoom
0: ones where you're like, where do I look? Yeah. In my camera? Do I look at myself? Do I look at the person? Do I look at the camera? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, uh, interviews are probably like the most scary part about the whole process of applying for co-op, but certainly a thing that you can practice and get better at with yeah. time and it won't be as intimidating with the, the more that you practice. And it'll help you with your communication skills, which are also, like, a big thing whenever you go into your first co-op. My biggest tip would just be communicate with your superiors, whether that is a manager, whether that is a senior, if you're in audit, which most students will go to audit. um, Definitely communicate with them because otherwise you might be lost when they could have helped you, and then it'll just delay whatever you're doing. So
0: Yeah, so it's just kind of nice to just kind of get the yeah again there's like it's just like it's no problem asking for help i feel like mm-hmm. they're not expecting you to know everything it's why it's a co-op they're exactly. you to learn i find that most of the co-op experiences are always like what do you want to get out of this like what do yeah. you want to learn so it's kind of nice but yeah don't be afraid to talk to your superiors in that sense which is really a big tip as well and i guess that kind of is like perfect to like so what was your co-op position like where was your last one you've done two now right or just one
1: I've done two, but they were at the same company. Oh, okay, cool. So where were you working? Uh, I was working at Ernst & Young. Okay, Uh, nice. It's an audit firm, and I was working downtown as just a staff, audit staff. Nice. I was working in the financial sector, so I got to work with um, TD Mutual Funds. I got to work with some smaller clients as well, Um, but definitely a great experience. And as you said, Please go in not with the mentality that you have to know everything. The expectations for especially a first-time co-op are very low. <laughs> so just make sure that you make the most out of it. Obviously, just be professional. Try to learn as much as you can. Go with like a learning mentality, I would say, yeah. of trying to learn as much as possible and trying to get um, make those connections. Um, it's a perfect opportunity for you to network as well. Yeah. So just make sure that you look at the positive side and try not to be completely overwhelmed by how scary it is or uh, how intimidated you might be by the whole experience.
0: Yeah, I know. I think I always like joke about it. But I'm like, I'm going to have to go to my big girl job. But it's like, it, <laughs> it, it does feel like that doesn't feel like that level into like, I'm working nine to five, like, this is crazy. Like, you know, it's kind of a different way of going about it. But I think it's still it can be intimidating, nerve wracking. It's not something that you're meant to just be like, yeah Yeah, I got this (laughs) like it's obviously like the whole point of I feel like the big point of co-op is just to like try and learn and figure out what you're good at because I feel like the expectation of like knowing exactly what you want out of life right when you get into university is a huge ask so that's kind of a fun thing that you get to like experience and they get paid and it's just like it just works yeah, out so nice. Are you a part of any clubs in like SAF or like just like in general like in the university that you like like getting involved in?
1: Mm-hmm. I used to be part of this club called Stocks Club. Oh. Um, and it was founded by a uh, I guess an alumni now. Uh, I'm pretty sure he graduated but um, he reached out to me and he was like oh would you like to be part of the Stocks Club? So i I am a huge fan of the club um, I just didn't get around to continuing with it because of just conflicts with my own schedule but it's an amazing club and especially for people who like more finance and want to get to know more about stocks yeah um uh but that used to be the club that I used to be part of. Currently, I'm not part of any clubs now. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my last question, because we always love a fun question at the end, is where is your favorite place to study on campus?
1: Ooh. My personal favorite is D.C., but only oh. because... Oh!
0: Because That's like an unknown answer. I feel like I haven't gotten that one a lot. Sorry, I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It's only because of the blue chairs that they have. You know what? You're so right. <laughs> I like going to the one at the SLC just because of those egg chairs. Oh my God. I called them the vector chairs. Oh, I'm calling them from now on. <laughs> that is so good. I'm wear an orange jumpsuit and just. Oh yeah. <laughs> <to> like, <laughs> just have like the whole thing. <laughs> it's so good. I was like, Oh, like every time we would, cause they're always taken. There's only like the, nine yeah. or 10, I would say, but I'm always like,
1: I know they're so comfy too and they have like the perfect view of everything I really used to love them but my thing is that I get distracted really really easily oh that'll do it so the thing with DC is that like you're in a small cubicle and mm. that forces me to not look at anything else so yeah. I just put on my headphones and then just start studying
0: in the full work mode but
1: Also, even here, third floor at Hagee, if you don't want to go too far, if you're, like, coming just out of class and you don't want to go walk all the way to, like, a library or something or some other place, third floor, Hagee Hall, like, Old Hagee, has this really nice place that's, like, a silent study area. Oh, nice. And if you're lucky, you might get a good piano player to give you, like, background (gasps) music from downstairs.
0: (laughs) yeah no I know I I, I would ca- I love going to like Hagi Hub with like just like if I'm not doing like silent study if I'm doing more like yeah. group study with like friends I like going in there and like someone always goes on the piano and I'm like I want to go but I cannot play piano it would be like the <laughs> do 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 do, do. <laughs> that's all I like managed to accomplish so I like when like people who are like oh, no going on and so
1: i know nice. it can be a bit frustrating though when they're practicing like very visibly practicing so you're trying to study like no, and they're just hitting the wrong key and it's just Ugh. awful but it, it, it's an experience you know it's it's definitely a, a staff experience
0: very um very good but no i love i yeah those the the dc spaces are actually really cool i know they did like um They did like a glorified. Oh, was it like the Wes Anderson um, video? And they really got some good shots because DC just like it reminds me of like a jungle gym, low key, like with all the pipes and everything. Like the way that they built it. What's What's your biggest biggest tip for incoming or prospective students or students interested in the program? Just
1: have fun in your first year. Enjoy. Obviously, try your hardest um, in all the classes. But first year will be a transitional year. It might be hard. Uh, And you might get stumped on some things, but just try to make friends, try to get involved as much as you can on any of the clubs, working, however it is that you choose to get involved with the school. But that is like the perfect year for you to like balance between like studying and just being a student, like the university life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is like totally off topic because I just remembered it now. Um, mm-hmm. You're in third year. So have you picked... Are you doing specializations? I am. Okay, so what specializations are you pick? Have you picked? I chose the CPA route. Okay, so. nice. So you're doing the accounting specialization? Are you just yeah, doing the one? Account.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, nice. I thought about doing another one but I was told by the academic advisor that it can be very challenging mm. um so instead I'm just picking things that I wanted from the other specialization oh, like cool. a bit of like some courses from there oh that's fun um, yeah that's nice and just sticking to the CPA but
0: I think we're good so thank you so much for coming today no worries oh, thank was, you for having me this oh, was, was so, so fun <laughs> oh yay I'm so glad okay well tune in to our next episode on Buzzsprout and yep. you'll be able to listen to Alini's episode super slay have a great time but um thank you so much everyone for joining in and we'll see you for the next episode.